0: Brooklyn sounds like downloads of this show are available on podomatic.com and the Podomatic
1: mobile app. That was Welcome to Our House with Jamie Arroyo, Arroyo, and this is Art, I,
2: Stop. Star, Scene. Radio, Radio.
1: That's absolutely correct. This is Art Star Scene Radio on Radio Free Brooklyn. Too
3: clean. We're
1: here to be silly. We're here to help you. We're here to help each other. Help you be silly. Help you be silly. I am Face Boy. I am Face Girl. And uh, we don't know where Juno Tempest is.
4: Oh yes, we do. Okay, where is she? She's nearly here, getting off the train now.
2: All
1: right, that's good news. Good to hear it's great i worry about that girl sometimes why oh no reason i feel like she's got her shit together in some in many ways yes yeah but sometimes it's all too much <laughs> it's all too much It's all, all of it.
4: too much all of the everything
1: we're gonna start silly and then get serious uh i got the phone number for the nra and we're going, <laughs> we going to pretend to be elderly people. Nothing uh, sillier than the NRA. We're going to pretend to be elderly people who want to get uh, a gun for their adopted nine-year-old son. All right. All right. Let's see if I can make this work. Okay. Boom. Oh. Oh, so far we're off to a good start. Are you feeling with these, girl? I feel like you hung up on them. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, see? No. I've, I'm learning. What's wrong? I've been learning things.
0: All of our representatives are currently busy. Wow. We leave
2: a message, yes. Yes. press 1.
0: Yes. Thank you for calling. So we may have the proper details. Please state the name of the company and the 10-digit phone number you're trying to reach.
1: I'm trying to reach the... NRA at one eight hundred six seven two three eight eight eight. My name is Cecilia Daniels daughter. Isn't that an interesting name? I'm here with my husband. Hello. We we wanted to get uh see if we could get a, a rifle for our nine year old adopted child. He's a he's a very responsible young boy. Strong. And um you know, I like to peg my husband sometimes.
2: Yeah.
1: And he'll, you know, often clean up things, disinfect and, and such.
4: And sometimes pegging when cleaning. Yes. Pegging clean. So we
1: think he's old enough and responsible enough to, to get a rifle. What, what are some of the other things we like to do, darling? Well, uh, you know, dress up and roll the Thank you. Oh my, we weren't done. Let's try again. (laughs) And then we start from the beginning Uh again. Yep, I remember. (laughs) This repetition is funny. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go again. How are you doing, Juno? I'm good. I'm late. You were a little bit late. Yeah, I'm sorry. Everything okay?
3: Uh, yeah, I was just getting ready. For well, you look fantastic. Big.
1: And we are going to do uh, a picture afterwards. Calls I'll be monitored or
0: recorded to provide you with a quality experience. On both ends. Thank you for calling the National Rifle Association. We are currently closed. Our hours are from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Monday through Friday, and 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Saturday. We look forward to serving you during those hours. Thank you for calling and have a nice day
1: oh well, well Wait, we really we got one. Really? We got we got one in. That really just happened. Yep. That really just happened. But well, we got to leave one message. Wow. That was pretty damn absurd. Uh face girl, I want to start out with something serious. There's gonna be an bad. article that I read. Um and uh I'll tell you what which one it is because it had to do with a trans man who was recently jailed
4: tricked woman with fake
1: yes please uh, go to that article uh, oh cause, lord because there's so much there that i want to try about. to figure out it's just bizarre
4: except cookies fuck all right man hoodwinked trans man who tricked woman women with fake penis during sex and made one ashamed for not getting pregnant jailed the 35-year-old, who was born a woman in Madrid, admitted penetrating both women with an unknown object without their consent. A trans man who used a fake penis to have sex with women and made one feel ashamed. for Okay, why is it saying that again? I Carlos know, de la Cruz, 35, hoodwinked both women for years, but was eventually shopped to the cops after they discovered what he had been doing. The 35-year-old, who was born a woman in Madrid, admitted penetrating... Oh, my God. It's like, repetition's funny, but now I just feel crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. There's fucked up stuff in this article, so please go ahead. I'm
4: going to go back to... De La Cruz from Banknock, near Falkirk, had refused to allow the women to see him naked and always performed in bed with the lights out. Both victims, who cannot be identified due to legal reasons, were said to have suffered extreme pain during intercourse, while both women also suffered from thrush afterwards. He was jailed for three years and handed a five-year non-harassment order against both women. He was also put on the sex offender's register. Defending solicitor Cameron Tate said De La Cruz had developed a male appearance when he was aged eight, before officially changing his name to carlos when he turned 16 i think we get the point here
1: now what's bothering me is why were these women in so much pain why did this guy uh use something i guess so large why and why is he shaming them i uh, i i just i'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around this story any thoughts uh from either of you
4: well i don't understand everything that happened He's, um,
1: he's been using a fake penis, pro- probably something very large. He's, like he said, like the article said, he, he shamed one woman for not getting pregnant.
4: Yeah, that I don't understand.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on here. So, thoughts?
4: Well, I mean, he's male. That I get. I don't understand. I mean, it's sad that he couldn't just be open. I don't understand right, why the right. psychological abuse from any person to any other person because it doesn't make sense.
1: You know, why not just be honest?
4: And I don't understand thrush. How do you get that? I don't know what that is. I yeah.
1: believe thrush is, uh, I believe it, it, I think it has something to do with a white coating on the tongue.
4: I'm going to look this
3: up. Yes. Oh, God. Um, so, while you're looking that up. Why? Yeast infection. Oh. Why didn't they just say yeast infection then? I don't know. That's weird. Um, so my opinion as a professional transsexual is that, um, yeah, it was fucked up toxic behavior. Oh, what is going on? I just turned the volume down on the phone because I just noticed the buzz. Oh, okay, that changed the, uh, the pitch. Okay. (laughs) Um, yeah, it was fucked up abusive behavior on the part of this dude, but, like, also, uh... Like, I don't, like, why, the jailing must be because of, like, abusive behavior, and also it said that it went on for years, like, with, with more than one woman, like, what is, yeah, I, I have no idea. This seems like a weird kind of, uh, like, shock and fluff story to me. Mm Mm-hmm
4: meaning like not really true like, Just,
3: I mean I know trans men who will have sex with cis women and like not allow the lights to be on because that like shows that the dick is not like attached with flesh um, and that's like a triggering thing for a trans man I guess but also like I don't know like consent is key, y'all. Yeah, consent and are, is key. In in the that, example,
4: let's... yeah, and the of course in the example you are giving the the men are open about it though, right? Like they're not um, deceiving anyone.
3: No, no, no. Like that if they're if they're just hooking up these trans dudes, if they're just hooking up with a cis woman for like a one night stand, sure, uh, but like if it's ongoing, like eventually, I would think that they would have to like come out like i i know a dude personally who does this uh but he really only does it with like one night stands but with me he doesn't
4: i mean that, i mean a one night stand might be different but this is ongoing but like if he felt like he couldn't i mean this is kind of like boys don't cry but with thrush I, and,
3: and no no uh trans man being dragged behind a pickup truck by a bunch of rednecks.
1: Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, the <laughs> the uh, thing that I sent you from uh, YouTube. Ooh, this is
3: this has got to be good. No,
1: no, what the fuck? Ew,
2: my no. favorite
3: part.
2: <laughs> Ew, uh, All you have to do is play the video. That's but I don't all. even like the fucking title. It's botflies in my bikini. Kirsten
0: Jensen has a botfly larva living under her skin, just by her bikini line. Kirsten is unwilling to wait for the creature to crawl out on its own. So Dr. Sheldon Glazer suggests another way to extract the maggot. What the fuck? (laughs) We covered the wound with petroleum
1: jelly and
2: airtight
0: dressing on top of the petroleum (laughs) jelly. You'll probably
1: like watching it, Juno. I
4: I had no idea what to expect.
1: Yeah, it's
3: almost
4: immediately the breathing tube was moving around like crazy, and it was spitting out little bits of stuff. What the fuck?
3: Yeah, it doesn't like doers and agonizing
0: twenty-four hours as she waits for the parasite to die.
3: Why didn't they use local anesthesia? Dr.
0: Glazer removes the dressing, and there was a little bit of a tubular bit of maggot that was protruding. From the top of this lump. I love the the grasp. this little bit of tubular maggot. Ew,
2: ew, maggot
4: my butt is it, <laughs>
0: And pulled on it.
4: All of a sudden, this pain. No! Bad acting. Go, oh, what? What? what did you just do? It was very sharp, it was very sudden. Ew.
0: It required a little bit of force because the, the maggot's diameter is. A little bit larger than the little hole at the top of the yeah, wound. Yeah, duh. Right, that came out of the wall.
4: Wow, that was spiky. Ew. Know, something that large came out of that small of a hole. There's a part of me that was absolutely repulsed by the fact that I had anything inside me, but I was also fascinating that evolution allowed us to have something that lived inside a human.
3: I love that this woman looks vaguely like face girl. It's
0: unusual reproductive strategy. She does. The botfly hijacks a mosquito in mid-flight. ...and lays its eggs on the mosquito's body using a special glue. Oh my god, no! (laughs) When the mosquitoes bite a mammalian, Fuck, no! ...the heat from the mammal's body causes the glue to melt... ...and the eggs fall onto the host's Uh skin... ...where they hatch into larvae. No, no, no! Then, the larvae enter the host's body through a hair follicle... ...or the mosquito bite. Between five and twelve weeks later... ...they crawl out and transform into adult flies...
1: Yay. Human
0: botflies are native to Mexico and Central and South America.
1: That just ended. Yeah, that just ended. All right, so be Gross. careful.
4: Gross. Be careful. Gross. Out I was there, like, folks. okay, so this chick was doing some weird shit someplace exotic, whatever. I don't care. And then they're like, it's mosquitoes.
1: Yeah, it was either the botfly or the other one that I sent you, which is a woman that uh, has was puking up
3: worms. Oh yeah. It's like uh like when Ron cast that spell with his broken wand and then puked up slugs for like two two days. I need wow. to see that. I
2: uh,
4: feel like I remember that, but I don't feel like I saw that one.
3: Which it was one is in it? the second movie.
4: Okay, then I did see it.
3: Yeah.
1: Probably. And I like this segment. What was your what was most challenging for you this week? How did you overcome it or did you overcome it? Oh Lord.
3: Um, should I begin? I don't know. Yes, it helps people
1: when you're open and honest.
3: Um, the most challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Um, I think the most challenging thing was having a very difficult uh, emotional conversation with someone that I've. Uh, that I had fallen in love with foolishly. And, um, yeah, it was just like, okay, well, now, now I'm seeing why you're, uh, acting the way that you're acting, and it's, um, causing me to fall out of love. Okay, problem solved, but let's still be friends. And, uh the the shitty part is that i'll probably he'll probably end up like falling for me now that i've decided that i'm no longer in love with him yeah like i i feel love for him um but i i i'm it's safe to say that i'm no longer in love with him or that I'm like falling out of love with him like there are still some feelings and I still feel sad but like yeah that was I think the most challenging thing this week
1: I can relate I can definitely relate Catherine I know this might not be the most challenging but uh, that shit that went on with the psychiatrist Hmm. the psychiatrist what that you that
4: oh the phone call yes oh yeah so um i went to my doctor because my therapist that i went to years ago so i i have trouble finding therapists because they either aren't taking new patients or they're super far or like then when i finally see them i've had bad luck in the past like one actual psychiatrist i mean actually a psychiatrist not a therapist uh prescribed me uh some things and then said like let me know if you get like a rash or something and then i came in and i had a rash and then he's like okay and then he like took me off that and then he put me on something else and then i had like bruises and in the end it turned out the rash was like if i kept doing it it could kill me because i was like allergic to it and he like didn't let me know and then he like put me on weird things so anyway i've just had like bad luck with um most Mental health professionals. I also accidentally lied to one when I was a kid and was put in a hospital, but I think you know about that.
1: Have you talked about it on the air? I
4: think I talked about it on the show. Um, but yeah. So anyway, the, 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 I, I just saw my doctor and he was like, yeah, I can't help you with, because um, my therapist thinks I need something for ADD. So he, my doctor was like, I can't help you. You would need to go to like a psychiatrist. And I'm like, well, here's the problem. You know, like I can't, nobody's taking new clients and like, uh, it's always a problem. So he gives me this number and I call them and the first thing they said, I mean, you know, after like the normal like name, date of birth and all that stuff, and health insurance was um do you do you like abuse like do you have substance abuse problems or do you use alcohol or um or weed? And I'm like, "Well, I smoke weed, but I don't really drink alcohol." And then they're like, "Oh, we don't know if we can like take you at all because if you have substance abuse problems
1: but they also ask such bullshit right there since medical marijuana is legal in new york they can't they really shouldn't be calling marijuana a substance abuse problem yeah
4: because it doesn't make sense because they also asked if i took it for anxiety so i said well if i'm taking it for anxiety then what difference like what what are you asking like what do you mean is this substance abuse problem or am i using it for anxiety um and they're like well do you smoke five blunts or more a day and i'm like i don't think so, because like I don't even know. Like I, I think that's a lot,
3: right? <laughs> that's, uh, that's yeah, that's a, a fuck ton. That's yeah. like you are st- like you're still rich. comatose. You're yeah. rich. Yeah, you're so <laughs> <You're golden>. rich. You're <laughs> rich, or you're a dealer, or you're like. I mean, I don't know anyone who's not a dealer who smokes that much,
1: right? So, so the psychiatrist said that if you were to see him or her, mm-hmm. him. That you could no Them. longer see the the counselor, yeah, the the therapist that you are with, and that's complete bullshit. Because you are entitled to a second opinion for one thing, and and that's restricting your mental health care, not expanding it. Mm-hmm. It really pissed me off, and yeah, I am sorry that happened. I wrote down my most uh, challenging part of the week, and here it is. I am at the Wild Cornell cardiology unit at 1305 York Avenue. My mother had an appointment there for cardiology. Um, and I get her there via a wheelchair. Her appointment was at 1pm and when we barely missed the 21 bus I was concerned about making it on time but there was nothing I could do but wait. I took the time to continue my search for the best asses on Instagram. Last night I took two screenshots of Parker 22 cause she went full on naked ass. Since I was recently warned about the pick from a year ago, I figured it only a matter of time until the bodacious bottom of the shapely Miss Parker 22 would no longer be available. This is for, what you read your pre- mom? <laughs> yes. But I, but I left out the for my pre-masturbatory fodder. You, you know what that is? That's the masturbatory fodder. That's stuff you look at to jack off to. Spank bank. Yeah. And the pre is like stuff that you get started with you know like i used to read craigslist ads and then i'd move on to like porn when i was actually going to jack off do you have any pre-mat do you do the pre-masturbation thing
4: um sometimes it's just like fantasies i can't help having and sometimes it's something i watch or read
1: do you do any warm-up but those are more triggers um not i mean i open up tumblr yeah there you go pre-masturbatory fodder okay When the bus finally arrived at twelve fifteen I saw how slow the traffic was and asked if uh and and I called up and asked if being fifteen minutes late would be okay. They said there was a fifteen minute window. At twelve twenty five we hadn't reached Broadway in Houston for a destination of seventieth and York. I called back and negotiated one thirty PM The 21 driver was new and didn't realize that there was no stop on 1st Avenue, so we had to get off at Avenue A, and haul ass to 1st Avenue, missing again by less than a minute the M15 select bus. The M15 when the next bus came, it was 1257 p.m. I don't think we will make it, I said, but let's try. That bus was hauling ass faster than my eyes had previously been glued to Miss Parker 22's delectable dairy air we got to 68th and 1st at 1 p.m and arrived at the desk at exactly 1 30 p.m i'm finishing this journal entry in a little garden by my building as mom was wheeled out minutes into my starting on the way home we stopped at raffetto's where we got wild mushroom ravioli marinara sauce and marinated artichoke hearts then i did some promo for ass radio made dinner and returned to my quest of the many things, that was the most challenging task of my week, but I got that shit done, son.
4: Nice plug for my yes. show.
1: Yes, that, that nicely written uh, uh, little journal entry. Yeah, and
4: you read that to your mom?
1: Yes, uh, I, I, and she thought it was great. She was like, she was like, you should add that to your article that you're writing. She's, you know, you can say stuff around her. Uh, that that's that's a little naughty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, oh, you want to see a picture of of uh, Miss Parker, twenty two? Sure. Yeah, definitely. Well, look at this delectable derriere. Look at
3: that. Ooh, right? That is juicy.
1: Hi. Isn't that a nice ass? Yes, it is. That's allison.parker22 on Instagram for those looking for a really nice ass. Uh, look, at this, look at this one. That's her? Yeah. That's nice. My... That's a nice fucking ass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Juno, I noticed I was listening to the show and on episode 159, this is just an observation. You described the symptoms of depression so well. Really? Yes, yes, you really did. <laughs> what did I say? You were talking about days when you don't leave the apartment, when you sleep, and 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 how difficult it is for you to get things done. Like every symptom of depression uh, was described really, really well. And okay. uh, one, I'm sorry that you're going that you're going through this, and I'm sorry that I'm going through it. But um, one of the things I realized recently is if we really work. The depression goes away the 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 mental illness can go away, but your intelligence will stay with you and that's mm-hmm. a really good thing to know that's that's i think important
3: yeah I mean as long as you're like learning from your your tough times, then they're actually like you're turning you're turning something negative into a positive, and then it makes the experience a little less painful
1: that's right. Yep. I had this, uh, uh, our public sex down. It's one of the subjects for today. Mm. Is that something either of you are into?
4: I've had it. Tell me about it. I don't have any sex ever, but I've had it.
3: Tell me about it.
4: Well, what were you going to say?
3: Oh, no. I mean, like, it's a thing that I did when I was a dude but I don't really do it now because it's difficult. Like, previously, if someone, like, came across me, it would be like, oh, but now, if I was like, unless it were me getting fucked in the ass, which doesn't happen, which was part of the argument with uh, this man that I had a discussion with, uh, is that I don't bottom. Um, But, like, if I were... Like fucking a dude in the ass in public, and someone came across a woman fucking a dude in the ass. Like, <laughs> police, police would be called. I would be hauled away. So I just don't do that unless it's like in uh, a space meant for uh, sex around other people.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm really into it. I I, I like. I like public sex but not, you know, in a situation where uh, a child could oh yeah possibly be there. It, the, the last time was a
4: kid can always be
1: somewhere. A kid can always There's always be the somewhere, possibility but, uh, of somebody that shouldn't be seeing it. Seeing I went it. but I choose places that are far enough away from actual people that I can see, you know, someone approaching quickly enough uh, to end what was going on. Mm-hmm. So most recently this was uh, I got, I'm I got not a blue the job. same
4: experience. But go on. Go ahead. No, no, you were going to tell something, but yeah, uh, yeah. I was just saying not the same experience. I don't think I'd do the safe thing, or have done. I mean, in the past, I've definitely one time I was just walking in Brooklyn, and it seemed like a good idea. Mm-hmm. But that was like anybody you could were have been just there. walking. Yeah,
1: like in no, Park Slope. I need to know more.
4: Just walking in Park Slope with a person who was six seven and had dreadlocks.
1: And what were you doing? Like nothing about it was like you con- all. What, what 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 were you doing sexually?
4: Uh, walking and having sex.
1: I'm not following.
4: Or like standing, but also walking, Need to be more doggy style and
1: standing. Oh my god, that's great. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: Maybe some walking, most, mostly
1: some standing. I applaud you. This move, this show is moving so fucking fast. It's time <laughs> for a, a song from you. Wait, I thought you were gonna tell a story. Oh yeah, I got a blue job at the end of uh, of a pier on Hudson River Park, and it was it was really really nice and really beautiful. It's something you know it was it was uh, not long after the sunset. It was a beautiful sunset too, and it was uh, someone that I, I love very dearly, and. Um, and it was just a a really, really nice experience. I don't recommend people do this because <laughs> you can get in trouble. But uh, I share my truths and uh we are ready to hear that I song.
4: Only got caught one time, I think.
1: I've never gotten caught.
4: Um we were like at college, I think, and like I don't know what happened or it just happened, but then like the the security guard was like asking us if we were watching the grass grow. Mm. Because he knew what was up. It mm-hmm. was like, we didn't really get caught. I think the guy just wanted us to know that he knew. And I told you about the time I watched people have sex on the beach.
3: Yes. Sex on the beach just sounds uncomfortable.
4: Yeah. I mean, oh my God. I tried to fix it, but it didn't work. It's an ad. All right. Oh,
1: that happened
4: because of the internet. Oh my God. Sorry, everyone. We're professionals
1: uh candy clement could not make it this uh to the show this week uh so those of you who are tuning in for her um sorry (laughs) i don't know what to tell you she wasn't able to make it people have busy lives things come up uh i believe she had been she she wrote to us at around 8 a.m she had just gotten home so we understand entirely all right let's try this song One of my favorite songs, and uh, thank you for singing it. No and, problem. Uh, Juno is now our official uh, copy reader. Oh, okay. Do I need to read the station ID? Uh, no, just the bottom part where it says verbatim.
3: Verbatim. Okay. Radio Free Brooklyn is a five hundred one c three nonprofit organization whose mission is to provide a free and open platform to our community and promote media literacy education, and free expression. We rely primarily on donations from listeners like you. So if you'd like to support our mission so we can continue to bring you quality community radio, we invite you to make a one-time donation or monthly pledge at RadioFreeBrooklyn.org slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar, and every cent helps us to continue to stay on the air. So please help support independent me- uh, community media by pledging whatever you can afford. And remember that RFB is a 501c3 nonprofit, so your contribution is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law. Again, that's bro- uh, radiofreebrooklyn.org/slash donate. Do I need to read anything else?
1: This one here. Okay. And if you're wondering why I'm crying, it really has been a challenging week. Aww. But these are happy tears. Because I'm looking at the two of you, and you bring me so much joy. You really do. Yeah, happy you, tears. You bring so much joy to my life. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank, thank you. you.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> now I'm starting to cry. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh. uh, so... Um, the teen after school program. Oh, no no longer. Uh, okay, I see. Uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is proud to announce that we have been partially funded to start an after school program for local teenagers in 2019. However, our grant will only pay for so much, and we still have a long way to go to make sure this dream becomes reality. The after school program will allow teens from Brooklyn area schools to uh, to learn about media and media-making using a hands-on approach guided by local professionals currently working in radio and journalism. Each participant will cr- uh, create their own radio show, which will air on Radio Free Brooklyn on a new dedicated stream. We'd love for our listeners to help make this program happen by going to radiofreebrooklyn.org slash afterschool, reading more about the program, and donating whatever you can afford. Remember that Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3, 3 nonprofit community organization and each donation is tax deductible to the fullest extent of the law again that url is radiofreebrooklyn.org slash after school thank you so much for your support thank you juno and if
1: you we do have a sponsor for the show if you've been listening regularly you know that uh they don't want an, they are anonymous they don't want their name associated in any way with this show i understand (laughs) i understand um but if you would like to sponsor this show we could always use a little extra Uh, i think if we go over the 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 amount that that pays for our dues and pays for this then we get to actually get paid for what we're doing wouldn't that be nice that would be
3: wonderful
1: so does that happen yeah i believe so any spillover it goes to us
4: that's impossible so
1: uh if you think we are worthy of
3: your money and we are
1: we fucking are
3: <laughs> I mean just look at the photos of us in the promos I mean we're gorgeous people
1: Yeah yep uh
3: go to rfb.nyc/s
1: That's rfb.nyc/ass A-S-S. Love my girls mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh <laughs> The uh, article about um, the 23-inch sex toy stuck in the ass. Could you read that for me, please? Oh, my God. Uh, Actually, Juno
3: could not read that. I'll read it. Yeah. I'll read it. I'm sorry I slacked with uh, finding interesting articles this week. Oh, I think the bot fly did it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think that That we got what we needed off of that.
3: Oh, here. Can I? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if this... I'm just going to unplug it. There we go. Doctors baffled after man gets 23-inch sex toys stuck inside himself and they can't get it out. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Doctors, it shouldn't be funny. It shouldn't. I shouldn't be laughing. I mean, it could happen to you. It man. could It, has. it, it could. probably has. It hasn't. Just, just cap it at like 12 inches or so and I think you'll be fine. And make sure it has a flared base, y'all. Flared base. A flared base to save your anus. Uh, Flared base for your anus. Yes. Um, oh, God, I love this picture. The, uh, and it's a stock, the photo. stock photo. from <laughs> iStock Photo. Oh, my God. Like what, let me see. Yeah, it's like some guy. He's, like, looking down oh, wow. under, under the sheets. Just a all, hot guy in bed. A hot guy in bed, all white sheets. He looks like a douche bro, uh, but whatever. Doctors had to get creative after a man was admitted to hospital with a huge sex toy stuck inside himself, and none of their tools could get it out. Um... Oh, my God. It's no secret the doctors witness some pretty weird things each day in their line of work. From women getting kinder eggs stuck in their vaginas to men pulling their toes off. They've seen it all. Oh, my God. Last night, I was like, holy fuck. I need to, like, accidentally cut off my pinky toes so that I can fit into fucking shoes.
1: I, I actually couldn't read the article about they have a link for the guy that pulled his toes off. Oh my god. I yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't. I wow. couldn't I couldn't go there. What the
4: fuck? Those are links? Damn. Yeah. Maybe we should go they're to they're that links. link uh, no. after the
1: article and, and
3: we can oh, have have, uh, have Catherine read that for oh. us. Okay. But one group of doctors have just been faced with a bizarre task they've never had to deal with before as a rather embarrassed thirty one year old man <laughs> was admitted to ASST <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Great Metropolitan Hospital in Naguarda, Italy. With a 23-inch sex toy stuck inside himself, the unnamed man, of course, oh, no. had been attempting to remove the toy for 24 hours before seeking medical 24 assistance. 24 hours? Wow. 24 hours straight. I'm trying to get this guy Wow. I don't want to go to the
1: hospital. I don't like, want to go. I don't want to go. I just want to pull it out myself.
4: How? I can't do it. How I mean, active was he trying for twenty four? I'm
1: so damn hard. I'm slapped and wink. I put a, a <laughs> rope on it and closed uh, the door. Drinking coffee, come and drinking coffee to stay up and thinking maybe that'll help me proof it out. I don't know. Oh my god.
3: Oh my god. Uh, okay, I'm moving along. His X-rays revealed a long and large-sized foreign body in his colon. Traditional removal tools such as a polypectomy snare Mm -hmm. and biopsy forceps were tried by the doctors but all failed to retrieve the sex toy due to its smoothness and size. Slippery little sucker. Yeah. (laughs) Baffled doctors were forced to get creative and invent a new method of removal. They threaded a piece of wire through a catheter to create a sort of noose. This was inserted into the man's body with the wire end wrapping around the sex toy and being tightened until the item was able to be pulled out. The patient was discharged later that day. How's this colon? Uh, I don't know. Apparently he's... It was just mild pain.
4: Because a wire in the boom boom room
2: well (laughs) i think i
3: think it was they kept they kept the wire encapsulated in the catheter i would assume okay to like reduce the risk of laceration
4: okay i get why the catheter was used this
3: is how my brain works y'all i'm autistic as fuck and so (laughs) whenever something like this comes up i'm just like oh, that's probably how they did it. Like, I don't think oh, that's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, well, I mean, good on them. They're doctors. They're doing their job. Fantastic. Did you find the link for the... Uh, Pulling their toes off? off. Yeah, for Catherine. Daly. We are out of time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, wait, where is it? There we go. Oh, God. Or, or you know what? I could share my own personal story Both. Start of pulling with that. off toes. Yeah, uh, I'm just worried about time because we got like 20 minutes. Go ahead. Um, so when I was in Munich, uh, I I had uh, I as I've mentioned before, I lived in Germany for the better part of a decade, and um, I began transition over in Germany, which was kind of hellish, but you know, I got through it. So I went to this, uh, this, um, trans conference in, in Munich. And, uh, I met this woman. She was like the only other American there. And she told me about how she got her, uh, orchiectomy. Um, an orchiectomy is the surgical removal of the testicles. Um, uh,
4: Archidia. Argi. Got it. They're all Greek. I couldn't understand yeah. what it was. But then when you said it, I understood it. Kind of like, oh, that's how that works. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. So she uh, had injected with a hypodermic needle isopropyl alcohol into each of her testicles so that she, when she uh, admitted herself into the ER, they did an emergency orchiectomy that was then covered by insurance. But wow. had she had sought... Sought out this procedure through uh, valid means or legitimate means um, as like a voluntary surgery. Um, it would have, yeah, it would have been considered elective and not been covered and cost about $9,000. What did she put? Saline Iso- or? Isopropyl alcohol. Oh. Saline will just be absorbed by the body, but isopropyl alcohol yeah, we will found cause, that out. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll cause, uh, like, necrosis yeah. I guess uh, okay. because it's like toxic to the cells yeah. that's so extreme they did yeah and then she got a um, like she just wanted her her dick gone so badly she got like the like the most like the shadiest backdoor like vaginoplasty ever she had to get in a boat. To go to a remote island where this doctor performed an outpatient surgery for vaginoplasty. And she has no depth, which, like, like traditional vaginoplasty, uh, the goal is like making, um, you know, creating a neo vagina um, and vaginal canal and like neoclitoris and everything so that it it looks like a you know bio pussy um but she just wanted her dick gone so bad she she spent uh, a few thousand euros and went to Thailand and like had this outpatient procedure <laughs> so she doesn't really have any depth she just doesn't have a dick anymore and it vaguely like resembles a pussy from what she told me but like this woman has been through it. Has been through it. Yeah, yeah.
4: And part of the process is to, like, there's a... I, I'm not sure, but I think there's something that you put in, right? Like,
3: So, basically, the create- skin that is the shaft is um, is installed... It's basically turning an Audi to an innie. Yeah. But it's, like, a more complicated procedure if it's done properly. Um, and, yeah, it was not done that way. Because, like, there has to be, like, internal sutures to keep everything... Uh, in place and there has to be packing to keep everything open because if you and like after a successful vaginoplasty like you have to dilate and it's basically like medical grade uh, like PVC like hard plastic medical grade uh, dildos basically um, to stretch it uh, to keep it open and like keep the the scar tissue pliable because it's, it's like all scar tissue. Yeah. Um, But like the lengths that this woman had to go through just to uh, like obtain surgeries that she, she wanted. It was, it's bonkers. Yeah. So the toe thing to me is like, I don't know how that happened, but it's like, I know, I know girls who've been through worse. Yeah. I also know uh, a trans woman who had a, a castration fetishist um, like it, to get her orchiectomy she like brokered a deal with him like he he removed her testicles and uh, for free and like he got to eat them after. Okay then let's was move on he to a doctor? something <laughs> No he just was like uh like an extreme body mod enthusiast who sh- also had like worked with uh, livestock and so was like really proficient at castration
1: okay let's move on to something oh, silly no. uh, uh, uh and then if we have time we'll get to, to that article we might we might have saved all right i'm gonna i'm gonna put i'm gonna put it out to the team do we want to hear about uh toes being pulled out right now or do we want Arthur Pennyworth to call back the uh, fake Microsoft people that tried to rip off my mom? Oh, to be honest,
3: I don't really like those calls. You don't? No. Why? Because I just think crank calls are very like 2002.
4: <gasps> <gasps> <laughs>
2: I love you. <laughs> and like
3: one show is, is chill, but like, and I'll get in on it eventually. Like. yeah. If I could, because I used to work for T-Mobile tech support, so I'm really great at like lying through my teeth on the phone to people um, and like (laughs) getting them to stay on the line. I love crank calls and
1: and you're probably right. You know, I mean, I'm fucking 53. You're how old? Or do you not want to say? I'm Never mind. I'm, uh, you're
3: you're a lot younger I'm than I am. I'm a very young... You're, you're very much younger very than I Very young am. looking 31 year old. Really? Yeah. I'm 31. Wow.
4: 10 years older than me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
3: Okay. Are we doing that? Yeah. Can we like recap the toe thing? Because I don't... Some of these articles get so long. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And verbose.
4: Oh, man. All right. So, medical student shares gruesome details of worst shift ever, where a man pulled his own toes off. A man has given an insight into what life was as a medical student. Um, hold on. It's like a weird. All right. Fuck that article. All right. Yeah. yeah, Because look, it's like look at that. You see, it's just like blurry. Yeah. Fuck that article. It like oh, got really big.
3: Oh no, that's not cute.
4: It's like it doesn't want to be read.
3: Yeah. Psychology.
1: Go ahead. Yeah. Fuck that. Psychology Today has uh, published an article that uh, more sex, the more sex you have, it boosts your cognitive functionings.
3: Oh, yeah. No wonder. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I I am wholeheartedly agreeing with that uh, assertion. I'm glad that science now supports uh, something that I've long held as a personal opinion. Me too. Is it
4: males, females, both? Both. Because there was that Seinfeld episode.
3: I don't know. Go ahead. There was
4: a Seinfeld episode where it made the guy smarter, but it made Elaine dumber.
3: Oh, no. So it
4: made, like, women dumber and men smarter. So the, here's something that comedy predicted before science. Is this a real science thing or just, like, a headline Psychology to the Today
3: is, is It's a reputable, reputable yeah, okay. it's yeah, reputable, um, psych- like, mental health journal.
4: Mm-hmm. And it boosts cognitive functioning
3: or? Yeah, things like memory. Um... Well, yeah, because you're like, you're forcing, so like when you have sex, your body is experiencing a myriad of sensations all at once. And like, it it just makes sense to me that it boosts cognitive function because you're, like, a lot of people tend to be lazy intellectually, um, like, personally if i don't learn like 20 new things a day i feel like a failure (laughs) Hmm. but that's just me um but also sex is fucking great i i i really enjoy sex okay the security guard just did something really fucking weird
4: is he the same guy that did the hands last time
1: i don't know what the hell it is he he just walked up to the doors and and he put his hands up and waved them
3: i almost think he was telling
4: us that we have 10 more minutes (laughs) but we know
1: that
3: I mean there's a there's like a twenty four inch IMAC right there with the largest the largest clock.
4: What is the deal with this guy? He's hilarious because he did not let me in.
1: I know, I was pounding. I was pounding and he was just like not doing anything. I don't know if he's got a hearing problem or he probably just hates it. us. I love him though. And, I want to hug him. I know. I want to hug him too. <laughs> and the bathroom was locked. Yeah. Because the you know there was a party going on next door, and when there's there a party going on next door, the people use someone's bathroom, inevitably going to be stupid, and, and they yeah. block it wrong.
3: And it took him. <laughs> took
4: him to two guys were on the job. <laughs> yes. There got were two, two guys <laughs> on that job. I saw How it. many
3: cis <laughs> men does it take to unlock a bathroom? The <laughs> answer is two. at least two.
4: Two two minimum
2: wow (laughs) oh my god
3: speaking of how many cis men it takes uh do y'all know about bushwig what about it bushwig is like a big um it's a big drag festival and uh yeah it's been going on since before rupaul's drag con so fuck you rupaul like (laughs) and your transphobic fuckery Um, but yeah, apparently, like, last year, only Alyssa Edwards showed up. She's a RuPaul girl. But now, uh, because there have been so many New York queens, like, Brooklyn queens on the show, like, they're, and Bushwig is just blowing the fuck up. Um, like, I wanted, I wanted to, like, put my name in the hat for Bushwig this year, but I just wasn't ready. Like, I'm not in a good place, uh, mentally, to be, like, committing to high-pressure situations. And it's good that you know that. But
4: you had a really good show on Wednesday.
3: I did. I did. I. It was the first time I put on uh, big hair. It was fucking brilliant. Was that
1: a Tuesday? It was both. Uh, oh,
3: okay. Yeah, Tuesday is a genre reassignment. Brooklyn's only trans open mic every first Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. Um, at Metropolitan Bar. And then uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, I had no pressure A new show for New Drag at Bizarre Bushwick from seven to nine p.m. Brooklyn Queer Time, and I did a song called uh, "My Favorite Color Is Blue," and uh, I I like I rocked that fucking number. It was great, and I had blue face. Nice. Um, It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but it was pretty damn good for the research. Like the. the fucking paint that I had. <laughs> so yeah, and then like this is a partial look. I'm gonna put on lashes and the lip after this, and try to like sneak into Bushwig, uh, because this bitch does not have forty dollars to gain entrance for like a couple hours. So yeah. Um. And where can people give you money? Oh yeah, you can uh send me money on my Venmo at Juno Tempest. Um, I. <laughs> I was like two hundred fifty dollars short to pay my rent, and I paid what I could on uh, yesterday. Well, so good like, though, that you
4: got like a chunk of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. Like unemployment's a bitch. Two months of unemployment, and like now I'm I'm just fucked financially. I hear you. I yeah. hear you. But you're work. You're working now. Yeah, I'm working. I'm working. It's it's cute. They're they're giving me as many hours as possible. They're being really awesome about it. Um, like there's no micromanagement. Like, Amazing. They gave me keys on my first day. Wow. They didn't require me to train at all because of my experience, which is awesome. I got like a raise immediately and I'm about to get another raise because I got my food handler certification immediately
1: There is no connection between intelligence and uh, money making. There just isn't. No. Nope. No. Nope. There's not. There isn't. No. And and it's something that uh, that can cause problems for people mm-hmm. if they're seeking help from the government uh, they the, the they they might say uh, you're smart as fuck. We're not going to give you anything. hmm In a nutshell. Catherine, things coming up for you.
4: Next Sunday, you can check out Satanic Bingo Bit. We are returning to Bushwick, Bizarre Bushwick. That is 12 Jefferson Street. The doors open at 8. We have Sideshow, Darrow Magic, Candle Magic, and, of course, Burlesque and Tarot. And don't forget Satan. Yay. Yeah, Don't forget Hail Satan. Satan. Thank you.
1: Um...
4: What? <laughs> you can also check me out every saturday at 3 p.m here on radio free brooklyn with
3: dunson yeah i'm gonna
1: do this
4: what are you doing do
3: this. all right do it are you pulling out your dick no oh, on your phone
1: uh <laughs> Catherine, we have a couple of minutes left mm-hmm. uh there's one of the links i sent you oh i didn't send it
3: oh no Damn britney Damn coughs up worms
1: all right do all right. it yeah let's go with that one because we both like... Instead of two crank calls, we'll do two of these. How's that?
3: I do like the articles and the videos.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. Oh, dramatic. Monsters season. inside me. Ew. Ew. Oh, the dramatic recreation.
0: thought she just had the flu. Uh until she began coughing up live worms.
2: the
3: fuck? <laughs> no!
0: Desperate Ew. to know what's wrong, <laughs> Brittany goes to see? her primary care physician. Uh,
3: the doctor left the room for a few minutes
0: and then she came back with a book and said, I think I know what you have.
4: Was it like a book of magic she said spells?
2: what I had was a worm called Ascaris.
0: Ascaris. Ascaris is a round worm that infests the human digestive tract. Mm-mm. When eggs are swallowed, they hatch into microscopic larvae that make their way from the small intestine into the bloodstream.
4: What food do I avoid?
0: There, they are carried to the lungs, where they climb up the host's airways and are swallowed back into the intestines. The
4: fuck?
0: Here, they reach maturity and breed.
3: Oh, I love the animation. Usually,
0: adult worms stay in the digestive tract, where they can live undetected for years. No, it's but ugly. In case, It's likely her fever made her body too hot for the worms.
4: Oh, they just didn't like it.
0: In this Uh-oh. inhospitable environment, these ascaris worms head for the nearest exit.
4: Oh, my God.
0: up her esophagus no. and into her airways. What the fuck? Triggering her cough. Stop
4: it, I cough. My biggest fear was that I was going to keep coughing up worms.
0: Forever. In extreme cases, ascarous worms can cause secondary infections and intestinal blockages, which can be fatal.
4: Ew. Yay. Yay. Ew. I'm never eating. What did, what, how, they didn't even say where you get them. <laughs> they just said you could swallow
2: eggs. Just Do- go on
3: a soylent diet, and I think it'll <laughs> be good because it's like sterile uh, vegetable protein. Is that what it is? I thought it was people. I'm, unflavored sterilized vegetable protein. And oh, Everything here's what itches. We didn't
1: get to oh. uh, uh, fuck CVS. Candy. Tell us about hard candy. What? Uh, well, that was about because candy's not guess. here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, health goals, life goals. What the hell did I write here? I what know. is Jessica singing? Know. Oh, that's, you know what that is? No.
2: No. We don't know what
1: that yes, is. Yes, it is. That was that nope. was actually for you. No. Uh, school district provides condoms. Yay. According to Kinsey Sex Doc, our fantasy, our top fantasies are. Uh, fuck! I don't even have time for this, folks. Thank you so much.
2: Hi. Thank you, Face Girl. <laughs> thank you, Juno. Thank
1: you, Face Boy.
3: And thank remember
1: you. to show yourself some love and love to others.
3: And before you show it's some important. some
4: love yourself, show yourself some free love.
1: <laughs> it's important and you know it is.